Thank you for downloading this podcast from Emmanuel Church Lurgan. At Emmanuel, our vision is to help rewrite the story of Craigavon, Ireland and the nations with the good news of the Kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy listening to this message. Good morning, everyone, and uh, welcome to church with us here in, in Emmanuel Lurgan today. Uh, we're, we're aware that these are unfamiliar um, places for us to be, and this is going to be unusual for some of us, but we are so fortunate, we're so blessed to have all of this technology that means that we can still join together today. We hope that you enjoy every moment of, of what we're about to experience as we go through this. Um, One of the things that might sweeten the deal about having to change what we're doing is the reality that we're not going to ask you to turn around at this point and welcome someone to church that some of you absolutely dread. Um, But even in the comfort of your own home this morning, we just hope that you experience the Holy Spirit. We hope that you're able to engage with, with everything that God is going to do. Just one practical thing just to say at the start. So you know that we, we shared uh, an announcement during the week on video and that sh- I shared with you just a couple of things that we needed to get ready for today. And so if you haven't already, it'd be great to have some uh, resources there in your house for communion, which we're going to take part in later on. So if you want to get some juice and some bread, that would be great. Just at the outset, we we obviously just don't want to be um, um, naive that all of us are just in unusual times. We want to just ensure you that we are praying for you uh, on behalf of all the leadership here at the church. We're praying for you and your family, um, and uh, we're just praying that God would just draw us together um, at this time. You know, as a church, we've been busy as a staff um, over, over these last few days, just really trying to develop lots of resources so that even at this time when they're telling us to isolate, we want to try and stay as connected as much as possible. And so we're going to be sharing those uh, in the coming days with you because our hope and desire is that even through things like this, that we can keep the fire burning um, and continue just to fan and to flame what we sense the Holy Spirit has been doing recently with us. Uh, and so um, our prayer simply this morning is, come Holy Spirit. Uh, and we welcome you into all of this. Firstly, at the outset, uh, I do still have a few announcements to share. I know that sounds unusual because there's not really anything we're doing in the building at the moment, but just two or three announcements that I want to simply share with you uh, this morning. Firstly, and really importantly, happy Mother's Day to all the moms and to all the women of faith, to all the heroes that are part of our church. Happy Mother's Day. We apologize that you've maybe had to get up a wee bit earlier, you didn't get that lie in because you're now up for our 9.30 service this morning. But to all of you, we just pray God's blessing upon you today. Thank you for all that you do. Our prayers are with you and everything today. So big, big happy Mother's Day to you. Just two or three things, just very practically. Some people have been asking when it comes to giving and when it comes to our tithes and offerings. Some of the people have been asking us how we're going to do that. We're hoping that if you still desire to do that, you're able to give online and you'll be able to see some of the information that will be at the bottom of the screen now that will give you some help in, in how to do that. Also, tonight at around six o'clock, there's going to be another video that's going to be shared from church with some information about some of the discipleship resources, which we've been working really hard over the last few days that we want to share with you and your family um, so that you can really invest and continue just to journey in your walk with the Lord over these coming days into, uh, I suppose, uh, an increased depth of relationship and connection between you and the Lord, which is our prayer. Uh, and then finally, next Sunday, we, we recognize that w- what this whole situation needs is prayer. 
And so next Sunday, what we're going to be asking you to begin to sign up to, there's going to be an online prayer resource, uh, which we're asking you to, as our church together and our churches together to sign up and cover 1,000 hours of prayer, where we simply pray for God to move what's happening at the moment, and we pray for the lives of people. And uh, before Dixie uh, comes to lead us in worship this morning, I would just love to just firstly just start by praying um, and just invite the Holy Spirit. And so why don't you, if, if you're sitting at home as a family, and uh, any of the children, then you're sitting with your mum and your dad at the moment. Why don't we, because it's Mother's Day, why don't we gather around our mums? Why don't you place your hand on them? We're going to pray for them. And then we're just going to pray for everyone and invite the Holy Spirit to come. Let's do that. Holy Spirit, we, we welcome you this morning. Holy Spirit, we thank you for each one of the, the women who are part of our church. Thank you for all that you have blessed them with. Thank you for all that you're doing in their lives. Thank you for the gift that they are to us as a church family. And God, we just pray, Lord, that even in these days, God, Lord, that the, God, the depth, God, of connection and relationship between mothers and children, God, would just increase at this time. We just pray your peace upon all the women, God, of our church family. God, we pray that you will use them in significant ways, not just for their own family, God, but for what you're doing, God, in our community as well. Uh, and God, we just recognize that for all of us, God, our eyes are fully upon you. God, for us as families of families gathered here this morning, God, in each of our homes, our prayer is simply, come, Holy Spirit, come and have your way amongst us. God, we pray for those, God, that are vulnerable at the moment, for those that perhaps are having to isolate alone. God, we just pray a nearness this morning, God, of your presence to them especially. And we just pray, God, and commit our whole time together. God, as we worship, as we break bread, God, as Phil comes to share the word this morning, we just pray, come and have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't you, uh, you can kneel, stand, whatever you feel comfortable to do, but let's join as Dixie leads us in worship this morning. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship your holy name. The sun comes up, it's a new day dawning, it's time to sing. Song again, whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, help me be singing when the evening comes. So bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship. Yeah. For all 
Yes, I will keep on singing. Ten thousand reasons for my heart to find. So bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. I worship your holy name. Sing like
I worship you. You are here, healing every heart. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, turning lives around. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, mending every heart. I worship you. I worship you. You are we make miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. You are, we make miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are, we make miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness. My God. That is who you are. You are, we make miracle work, promise keep. Keep my God, that is who you are. 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 You are. We make miracle work. Promise keeper. Light in the darkness. My God. That is who you are. You are. We make miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, 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 we make Miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are, we make miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Who you are. To you, yeah, Jesus, we thank you that um, God, we can be certain in you. We can be certain in your ways. And th- God, thank you that even in the midst of uncertainty, that you are always outworking and working all things together for good. God, to those who love you and are called according to your purpose. So, Jesus, even at this time, as we worship you. 
we turn our eyes afresh upon you and we come to give you thanks for all that you've done. And, and at this point, as, as part of our worship, this worship and finishing, you know, we say this every week, we just want to simply give thanks to Jesus. And so why don't you gather some of your resources? You'll see I've already got my, my cup of juice and, uh, and my bit of bread here at the front. And if you still need to get those, why don't you get this? But just very simply, this week as, as we spent time just meditating in the things of the Lord, you know, one of the verses that's just been really clear in my mind has been just these verses in Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. And it's the latter part of verse 1. It starts by saying this, Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. It's probably been in my mind, you know, just realizing that there, there's a journey that's ahead for all of us over this next while. It's a journey that we're, we're uncertain of, of what shape it's going to take. But the beautiful thing that this verse reminds me is that we can endure. <laughs> we can endure and how we do it is not by trying to do this in our own strength but simply by keeping our eyes on Jesus the author and finisher for faith as this verse tells us again for all that we face in the next while this practice we're going to be encouraging you to do this as often as you can at home just that it's a constant reminder of turning our focus on Jesus and so what we simply want to do at this point is just give thanks it's God while sometimes our eyes can be focused on all that's lost and sometimes what's changing, right now we want to thank you for all that we have, for all that you're constantly giving us in our lives. And so let, let's, let's do this together. And so firstly, wh wh why don't you take your piece of bread? And see, Jesus, Jesus, what he actually said the night before he was betrayed, he took a piece of bread and he broke it and he gave thanks for it and he said that this represented his body that was broken for us. Jesus didn't give up. He knew what it was to endure and so we wanna turn our eyes on him. So why don't you take your bread and just where you're at right now, why don't we give thanks to God for his body that was broken for us? Jesus, thank you for your life. Thank you for your body. Thank you that you know what it is to endure suffering. Thank you that you never give up. And thank you for loving us and showing us your way. And then why, why don't you take your bit of juice? I still got a bit of bread in my mouth here, so I'm gonna keep going as we go through this, but why don't you take your juice? Because again, the night before he was betrayed, Jesus took a cup. And he said this cup it represented his new covenant that was poured out, it was his blood being poured out for us. And, and even in this moment, we wanna thank God for his blood. You know, this is one of the most significant things that we can do is to give thanks for the blood at the moment and to pray the covering of the blood of Jesus over our life afresh. And so why don't you take your cup when you pass it around your family, why don't you just in this moment give thanks to Jesus for his blood. So Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for that it means life for us. 
And today we just want to say as your people today, we want to choose life. We want to choose to live fully into all that you have for us. And we simply ask, Holy Spirit, help us to live fully for you in these days and help us to keep your love alive within our hearts. We pray all of these things and give thanks to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's beautiful being able to break bread in your homes. And, uh, and again, we're just really excited that we get to do this and practice it more and more in these coming days. And so, all right, at, at this point, um, it's been harmless so far, hasn't it? We hope you've been enjoying this. But at this point, what we simply want to do is we want to encourage you, if, if like me, you have a younger family, um, kids of a younger age, um, what we'd love to encourage you to do at this point is maybe to, to close down the live stream, maybe to pause it. As you'll have seen that, um, earlier in the week, um, we have a family resource pack, uh, which we would really love to encourage you now to just engage with as a family and to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you as a family. Um, you, you can access all of that, uh, and we hope you really enjoy that. But we'd ask you not just to, to forget about what Phil's about to do. We'd love you to come back later on the day at some point. Just click in the same link that you click to access this stream in the first place, and then you'll be able to fast forward to the video. And so if you don't have children, you don't have family, Phil's going to come. I'm just going to pray for him now, and Phil's going to come and bring the word to us um, at, at this point. And so, so why, why don't we just pray for him? Father, we just pray today, uh, God, as you speak, our ears and our hearts would be open to you fresh. And so we pray, come, Holy Spirit, give us ears to hear what you're saying to us today, and bless Phil as he shares right now, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thanks, Dave. Um, it's so good to be with you this morning. And again, as Dave said, happy Mother's Day. I know that Mother's Day can have all kinds of um, implications for people and for those of you who are grieving the loss of a mom or um, we pray for you um, and ask the Lord that he would uh, that he would bless you um, so um, and uh, before I say anything thank you for um, inviting us into your home it's lovely and uh, we're really delighted um, to be with you this morning um, I've been on one of those roller coaster, emotional roller coasters all week, an emotional seesaw, really, um, in that uh, um, when you've given most of your adult life to kingdom stuff, and you see it rocked, um, and you see an empty church, and uh, buildings that people can't go into, uh, it is kind of emotional, and uh, then I've sat with team all week, and we planned our our staff. We've worked so so hard um, to get resources out to you. That uh, more of that's coming, and more of those meetings are happening. And they've worked tirelessly um, uh, this week to make sure um, that everybody is catered for and cared for. And we're so excited about that. But what a week it's been! What a week it's been on chartered waters. We're certainly living in precarious days, days that um, uh, are changing, um, not even daily, but hourly, and we've never been here before. And uh, all of us are trying to navigate that in our own way, in our own homes, our own families, our kids, and all of that. And it's important in these days that we keep our eyes fixed on the King of Kings. It's so important to keep our eyes fixed on God because, after all, while, while our world is changing by the day and even by the hour, we have a God who never changes. He's the same yesterday and today 
and forever. And so um, we're going to read a couple of passages this morning, um, share a couple of thoughts about that, maybe just where we are as a people at the moment, and see where that takes us. Let's just pray. God, we ask you that as we take your word this morning, as we open it, that you would shine upon it. We pray, God, that you would give us wisdom to discern what you're doing in this day. Lord, if ever we needed wisdom, we need it today. And so, God, we ask you that you would enlighten your word into our hearts this morning in Jesus' name. I want to take a passage this morning that's probably quite familiar to both people who are churchy or not churchy. Um, you probably have heard this passage. It's Jeremiah 29, 11. And if that doesn't mean anything to you, you probably, if you don't have it hanging in your own wall or on a fridge or as a screensaver, when I read it, you'll probably know the verse. It says this, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Now, um, it's a promise of God in the Scripture, and it's a pretty cool promise. It says that uh, it's a promise to prosper. It's a promise to give us hope. It's a promise to give us a future. And in a time that we're presently living in, those things all sound pretty, pretty good. But what we may not be aware of is that the promise was born out of a crisis. The promise was born out of a crisis. And maybe we have never actually read the passage in the context in which it was written to the children of Israel. So the promise that God gave came out of a problem that they had. And, um, and maybe, as I say, we've never really understood that God actually specializes in trouble. God specializes when his people are in trouble. And so what I want to do is I want to read another little section just from verse 4 in the passage and allow you to get the context. So bear with me. And if, you're, um, if you have got a Bible, you can turn to this in Jeremiah 29. I'm going to pick it up at verse 4. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters and find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. He says this, increase in number there. Do not decrease. This is interesting language, isn't it? In the moment of crisis, increase in number there. Do not decrease. Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I've carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, don't let the prophets or diviners among you deceive you. Don't listen to the dreams they are encouraging you to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Listen to this. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come back to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you. Here's our verse. Declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. 
and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into access. So you see, God is speaking to a people in lockdown. He's speaking to a people in exile. He's speaking to a people in crisis. So before there was a promise, there was a problem. And the pro- promise was born out of the problem. And it's, it's, it's the obvious response to cry out to God in a time of crisis, God, end up, get me out of here, God. And God, when you get me out of here, then I'll do this, this, and this, and this. But this isn't the way God answered this prayer. God said, no, I'm going, to answer, I'm going to answer your prayer. I'm just not going to answer it the way you think I'm going to answer it. He says, I want you to build here. I want you to plant here. I want you to get married here, he's saying. I want you to stop thinking about your timeline. Because he said, what's going to happen? Something is happening here, and my diary is not going to coincide with yours. That's basically what I'm reading into this passage. And these people have, they don't have their normal place of worship to go to. They have been taken out of their normal environments. Their culture of worship and religion has all been changed. Sounds familiar? They, They don't have the normal rhythms to bring them together like they normally would. They've been forced into socially distancing. And in their social horizontal distancing, the problem was it had created a vertical distancing. They had started to distance themselves from a holy God. And God had to bring them into action. Can I say this? This is not a time to vertically distance yourself from God. This is not a time to do that. This is a time to connect to God like never before. And I have a couple of things that I want to say to that as we move on in a moment or two. Now, we have people at both ends of the spectrum at the moment. We have some panic buying um, who are clearing the shelves of the shops. And then we have some people sitting at home thinking it's all a bit OTT. And wherever you find yourself, you need to know this. You need to know this, that God is bigger than any problem. And God is bigger than this virus that is rocking the world. God is a big God. And we often say that when we're praying with people. And personally, I do this when I'm praying with people. I say cancer and diabetes and the coronavirus are all but names. And they must bow their knee to the greatest name of all. And that's the name of King Jesus. And so God said to them, in this time, live. And this isn't a time to crawl into a hole and die. This is a time to live, plant gardens, marry, have children. In the midst of the problem, he says, hold on to my promise because I've got a purpose. In the midst of the problem, hold on to my promise because he says, I have always got a purpose. Now, maybe it would be a good idea to socially distance yourself from the TV screen for a few hours. Um, lift your eyes to God because it is depressing stuff and, and, uh, and remember that our help comes from him. And I know we need to follow what our governments and officials are saying, and I understand that. We need to be wise around this whole thing and thank God for them, and we need to pray for them more than ever. But our help comes from our God. And I will bet you my bottom dollar, God is up to, up to something bigger than any one of us can imagine and and. And, and as he was here, it all came through a problem. I love it. I love Romans 8, 28. It says that all things, 
all things, not some things, but all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. And even in this place, God has said to this people, I'm up to something bigger. I have a purpose. There are, listen to me, there are some things in the Christian life that you just can't lock down. There are some things in the Christian life that you just can't bring into captivity. Oh, they could bring the people into captivity, but their souls, if they could keep their focus and their eyes on God, you can never bring a soul into captivity if it's focused on God. And so this was the thing. The old devil is trying to shut this thing called the church down for 2,000 years, and in those 2,000 years, it's just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I believe with all of my heart, and our team do too, that this is the church time to shine like never before like in our generation and this is our time and maybe we were all just born for this hour in the church so let's not kid ourselves the virus is real and there is a threat to young and old the vulnerable and the weak and it's most likely going to get worse before it gets better we all know this but I can encourage you to do three things three simple things um just to land this today. The first one I've already mentioned, God said to these people in our text, even though you may be in captivity, live. You need to live. What a great time to build a family altar. What a great time to gather your kids around as Dave has just led us in communion. What a great time to teach your families how to worship God. What a great time to pray over your families and gather your little flock that you probably never had time to do and lay your hands on them and even anoint them with oil and pray over them. Learn how to live in captivity. This is what God said to these people. Keep your minds and your souls healthy. Keep your bodies healthy. Keep your souls healthy. Please don't dis- get discouraged. It's so easy to get discouraged, and it's, it's, you need to stay connected, and that's why we are working tirelessly to make sure we can connect everybody, and there's lots of people, and um, we've spent hours and hours and hours doing this around a table, and, to, and, and over the next few days, we'll be able to get more and more of that stuff out to you. So loads of avenues to do that, to stay connected. Because if you get discouraged and get down, it opens the door for everything else. And I know this virus is huge. I understand that. But our God is bigger and his promises are sure, so stay strong. And here's a little thing. The world is slowing down and we need to slow down with it. And, and so not only has God said to these people, live, He said, live with intention. What about some intentional living like play Monopoly, like snakes and ladders, Play Uno. And please, if you're playing Uno, stop making up your own rules like they do in our house, but that's, sorry, that's just a little personal thing. But, but lean into this. This is not a time to check out and get sloppy. This is a time to study the Bible, get new ideas of how you could strengthen your mind and build your mind and even focus on getting your body healthy at this time. This is what God said to these people, live with intention in the land. The second thing he said to them, first thing he said, live. The second thing he said, love, love. <laughs> Love, marry, get your children to marry, have kids. He said, love well. And so what I would say to you at this time of this crisis and this virus is to love. Remember your elderly neighbors. Make phone calls. Download Skype and Hangout and whatever else, Zoom and FaceTime and get into these things. We can all pray for some people. So live and love 
And the last thing I'd say to you is just look. Live, love, and look. Seek me, and you will find me when you seek for me with all your heart. Keep looking at what God is doing. Folks, God, God hasn't retired. God hasn't stopped moving. God is moving more than he ever has. And, and can I say this to you? Please don't take the snapshot too early. Sometimes we can look at a picture and, and, and in the kingdom life, it's always moving. And if we take a snapshot too early, we'll miss what God's doing. And so it's really important to understand what God is. Lift your eyes to him. It may seem messy, but church is closer. Um, the, the, the closer you get to him, the more you actually begin to see what God is really at. My mom used to, my mom used to do tapestries. The younger people won't have a clue what that is, but to save time, you can Google it. But um, my mom used to do tapestries. And I remember when I was a wee boy and or what we call the parlor and the scullery, my mom would sit with this, this square piece of, and she would lace these laces down to her. And I remember as a little boy, I used to watch her from the bottom. I used to watch her when I was sitting on the floor, and I could see this from the bottom, and it was just all loose threads, all loose hanging down to her. It looked like nothing, and you thought, what is my mom doing? And she would sew, and she would spend the evening doing this. There were no TVs back then, and she would, she would uh, this is what she would do. And... Um, I remember on one occasion, me saying to her, Mom, what are you making anyway? And she said, son, come on up beside me. And when, when, I, when she got me up in beside her and I snuggled into her, as I got close to her, I could see what she was seeing. If we can get close to God at this time, if we can draw close to him, sometimes we're looking at the bottom and we're looking at all the threads of the tapestry and we're, we're not getting the picture that, that God's seeing. And, and it might be that you just need to get into position, get up into, into the arms and into the bosom of the Father and see what He sees. And all of a sudden you begin to say, wow, this is beautiful. He is fully in control. Now just to land it and bring it to a conclusion, one more verse or one more couple of verses and that's me finished. I was talking about this passage to someone, uh, a good, really good friend of mine in church, just this week. He was asking me um, about this passage, and it sparked it in my mind in Mark 6. It's the story of Jesus walking in the water. Here's what it says. When evening came, and the boat was in the middle of the sea, and Jesus was alone on the land, he could see that the disciples were straining to row because of the wind uh, that was against them. And about the fourth watch of the night, which is about 3 a.m. in the morning, from 3 to 6, it says, Jesus went out to them walking on the sea. He intended to pass them by. He intended to pass them by. But when, he saw, uh, when they saw him walking on the sea, they cried out thinking it was a ghost. I would probably have thought the same. But um, I love this passage. I mean, like, it means exactly that. He intended, Jesus intended. He had not planned in getting into that boat. This was, to, I believe this was to display his deity, the deity of Almighty God, that he was going to walk past those, these guys uh, in their boat, um, just expressing the deity of the Almighty God. But, it says, but he saw their struggle and heard their cry out to him, and he responded. I think this is one of the most beautiful passages in the Scripture to me. Imagine the King of Kings will shift his route and change his plan to our cries. It's beautiful. And so you need to remember, in this time, 
Live, love well, and look, keep your eyes fixed on him. Now, a couple of things as I say as I close. Um, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then we would love, we would love you to, to make this a moment. If ever there was a time, society is failing, the finances are failing, every, politically things are failing, the world around us is crumbling. And Romans 8 tells us that this world actually groans, waiting for the return of its king. And so there's something, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And we've, there's our website. There's loads of ways you can do that. Um, our staff are, are around at the moment, limited as it might be. Um, uh, and, and over the next uh, probably 24 to 48 hours, we will be releasing a, an emergency number that you can contact us at any time. We would love to help you. We would love to pray for you. We would love you to call out to the Lord. But let's just close our eyes and bow our heads and stay connected with, you, with, with us, will you, through our social media, through our Facebook stuff. As Dave said, there'll be stuff coming out later on tonight that will... And any prayer requests or anything you have, please don't feel it's a hassle. We would love to stay connected and pray for you. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. Father, if there is anyone listening right now that has never put their trust in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, may this be their moment. It might be as simple of them saying, right now, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. I say, come, Lord Jesus, and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I ask you to save me, and I ask you now to fill me with your Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. A simple prayer like that is a prayer that God responds to. And I hope this morning that you can respond to such a prayer. May the Lord bless you. May you stay connected, and may you love well um, to your God and to your family and friends. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. For more information about our church and all that we do, please visit our website at emmanuel-church.co.uk.